Welcome to Women Leading the Way Radio Show, where each time you'll hear from successful women CEOs, executives, and professionals, where we'll discover how they do what they do to be successful in business. We'll be interviewing women who have overcome big challenges, women who have incredible stories of lessons learned in dealing with adversity. We'll even interview women who have started and grown successful organizations and women who are C-level executives with unique talents and positions. Our goal is to bring successful businesswomen together to share how they're leading the way in business today. Good afternoon and welcome to Women Lead Radio brought to you by Connected Women of Influence. I am Kimberly Osgood, your host for Smart Money Moves. And our topic today is building wealth through real estate. And our leading lady today is Ms. Lise Rochelle with EXP Realty of California. Good afternoon, Lise. Good afternoon, Kimberly. Good. How how are you? I'm very well. Good, good. Thank you so much for being a guest on my show. Um, As I mentioned, our topic today is building wealth through real estate. But before we get started with that, tell us a little bit something about yourself, what attracted you to real estate, how you got started, and so on. Sure. So, Kimberly, you and I have known each other for a little while now. But to remind your audience, my name is Lise Rochelle. I am with EXP. Realty, and I have been a realtor just for a short time now. However, during this short stint of about a year, maybe a year and a half, I've had great success with closing multiple transactions, and I've learned a lot of which I'm eager to share with you and your audience. Prior to my real estate career, I managed a book of business for a sales and marketing company. I was with that company for about uh, 10 years before retiring as a director of operations. I utilize that skill set in my business today as a realtor and financial planner. And again, just really excited to be here and looking forward to further sharing with you and your audience. Okay, great, great. So today we are going to be talking about building wealth and also talking about generational wealth. Um, First off, tell us a little bit about what is generational wealth and why is it so important? Generational wealth is the kind of wealth that lasts lifetimes. What really drew my interest to real estate is my curiosity curiosity for finance, but also my upbringing. I remember as a young child, my father managing real estate transactions, and we'd be at various realtor offices or in the field managing property for a short time before he would turn that property over and sell it for a profit. So through that experience as a child and upbringing, I've always had an appreciation and curiosity about how money works, especially really what my dad is doing out here. You would see sometimes the shabby-looking building, and after he would kind of massage that building, he'd sell it and make money off of it. So now, fast forward 40-plus years later, and I realized what he was doing was creating generational wealth. His ability to 
recognize an opportunity to invest in real estate, hold on to that real estate in some cases, and even rent that real estate out and act as a property manager created a way for my dad to make money. And guess what? Now that my dad is 91 and I'm the only child, that portfolio of real estate will be passed down to me. So the importance of generational wealth is to be able to take care of your family even when you're gone, taking care of lives for generations. That's great. So I guess in some ways you can say it's like creating a legacy for your family. Absolutely creating a legacy, and I hope to continue that legacy on behalf of my father. That's wonderful, wonderful. Now, how do how would you get started in building this wealth? I know real estate is kind of the foundation, but what would you recommend people who are looking to build this wealth through real estate? Very good question and absolutely right. The foundation is certainly real estate, but the key about real estate is you have to hold on to really make it appreciate, make it a value. So the best way to begin your financial portfolio is through various vehicles, such as real estate, insurance, life insurance is another mm-hmm. great obstacle. Mm-hmm. And prior to really getting into these investments, it's also very important that we're generating cash flow and we're utilizing that cash flow and reinvesting it into vehicles to sustain us throughout our lifetime. Life insurance is a big component to that, and it's something that will cover you immediately should anything happen to you. And under the right carriage of life insurance, it will also protect your finances. Uh, I think that um, real estate is caveat to that along with investing investing in the stock market, paying attention to the cost of money and which investments are earning money, which brings me to um, something that I did really early on in my career as a realtor. I got with a brokerage that is aligned with creating generational wealth, using the money that realtors earn and recontributing those dividends back into their stock portfolio, which is really performing at a high, high level. Uh, EXP is a brokerage of the future and a foundation for anyone interested in real estate, getting their license, and then selling under the brokerage. I think that uh, that is a cornerstone for generational wealth. Hmm, great, great. So I know that a lot of times people will start out just with purchasing their first home. That That's a start. You know, you don't want to end there. You want to build from that. But how, let's say someone out there does not have a home. Maybe they want to invest in something, a condo, a house. What's their first step? What do you recommend that they do? The first step for someone interested in purchasing real estate is to get with your realtor, find a realtor. Uh, EXP in in Los Angeles, I'm here in the market, along with um, other brokers. However, get with the realtor, and through that realtor, you'll be able to learn what your mortgage loan is. So the realtor has relationships with mortgage uh, brokers. You fill out your 
residential loan application, and based on your credit and working with your realtor, you'll discover how much of a home loan you can, in fact, afford. And I got to tell you, Kim, the time to purchase is now. So once you are completely on board with your credit and know exactly how much home you can afford, I suggest that you move quickly, push your realtor to get you out there looking at home. Um, the thing about looking at home, guys, please be very specific in what you want because it's a big purchase, purchasing a home. However, as time goes on, you begin to lose some of the opportunities that, that we're faced with now. So this is the end of 2021. If you wait too long to purchase a home, guys, it will absolutely cost you in the future. As a matter of fact, um, currently Freddie Mac is presenting about a 3.1 interest rate um, and that's a pretty standard interest rate for a fair credit score nowadays here in 2021. However, there's some predictions coming out that, you know, in, in 2022, appreciation on home values are going to appreciate. In 2022, interest rates on a home loan will appreciate. So if you don't move in the next, you know, 60, 90, 120 days, you're looking at eventually paying on an average piece of real estate here in uh, here in California is about $753,000. And your typical average mortgage payment on that is right around $1,656. So if you purchase now compared to in the future where, again, your interest rates will rise, to maybe three and a half and your value is high, you may be paying an additional, you know, $200, $300 a month, um, $2,400 a year, and over the life of 30 years, about $72,000. So the first mm, step okay. to get back to your question is to see how much home you can afford. Get with your realtor, right. get with that mortgage broker and figure that out first. The next step is figure out where you want to live and exactly what you want. Third step is if you have a good realtor, they'll take you and show you uh, three to five homes in the beginning. Hopefully you can put an offer in on it if you're moving fast enough, and hopefully your offer will be accepted. Once that offer is accepted, it's important to stay still. Don't spend any money. Don't add any debt. Hopefully, life doesn't have any changes to change your financial circumstance. So that's a critical point of, of time. Your purchase, um, your offer for purchase, and the actual mm -hmm. closing of that purchase. So okay. I know I can talk a lot, Kimberly. <laughs> I, I hope I have That's okay. Question. You're giving good information. <laughs> now, just in case our listeners may want to reach you after our show, how would you like our listeners to contact you? The best way to reach me is my email address at realestatelease, and that's spelled R-E-A-L-E-S-T-A-T-E-L-E-I-S at yahoo.com. And you can also leave a message on my Facebook page at Real Estate Lease. Facebook is Real Estate Lease. Again, my first name is spelled L-E-I-S. 
Okay, great, great. Now, you were saying that um, if you wait, it's going to cost you a lot more. Now, I know you talked about the loans and the interest rates. Obviously, there's a certain down payment, right? What's what's the average down payment or percentage that a person really needs to purchase a property? Typically, your down payment is 3% down if you're under your traditional Freddie Mac, Fannie Mae program, but it could go all the way up to 20% down. It just really depends on where the individual is, what they qualify for, what their credit standing looks like. Um, And I think more importantly is even the government is assisting with allowing for folks to purchase given various circumstances. So we had a big, you know, pandemic happen. Some people lost jobs for a little while. They started working again. It created a couple of gaps. But there's lending institutions for all profiles out there. It's not just, it doesn't stop just at your traditional bank. But we have lenders out that are looking for you as well. Okay, great. And obviously your credit makes a difference. I mean, the higher the, your FICA score, the better the rates you can get, right? Absolutely. The higher the FICA score, the better the rate. And again, they're so low now, I really encourage everyone listening to look into it now because next year the, the predictions are pretty solid, but they're going to go up. Mm, okay, okay. Um, Well, we're going to take a quick commercial break to recognize our sponsor. Uh, You're listening to Women Leading the Way Radio, where each week we interview successful women in business who discuss how they're leading the way in business today. And we like to recognize our sponsors on Women Leading the Way. And today's sponsor is National University. We like to say thank you to our partner and show sponsor, National University. And if you'd like more information on National University, you can go to www.nu.edu. That's www.nu.edu. Well, back to our show. Um, Welcome back to um, Smart Money Moves. And with us today is Lise Rochelle. She is a realtor with EXP Realty of California. And she has been sharing some very interesting information about purchasing real estate, the things that you need to do, talking about uh, the importance of getting a realtor, about a little bit about loans and what have you. But um, to kind of talk a little bit more, you also do a lot of financial services, not just you're, you're beginning to get into financial services, not just the real estate. And I know you were talking about insurance, how important that is. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Insurance, another foundation layer, another brick in the foundation of generational wealth. So without really getting into the minute details, and I encourage that if you're interested, please call myself or Kimberly mm-hmm. uh, the, the contact us. The way okay. insurance works, it's not just your typical term insurance. And I think a lot of people think of insurance that way, but there are certainly other vehicles out there where they take a bit of your uh, premium and invested for you, and it's really based off the rule of 72. If any of you are familiar with that, it essentially doubles your investment. So that's another way to, uh, one of the only ways to really protect your assets, cash and real estate. Okay, great. So um, we're talking also basically with financial success. What does financial success look like for you? 
when you think of yourself and financial success, what, what do you think of or what does it look like for you? Just to keep it real with you, Kimberly, financial success for me is less work and the collection <laughs> of a check every month <laughs> to stay my lifestyle. That, for me, is financial success, where I could be on an island somewhere totally disconnected from the mainland, if you will, and still collect that check. And also, in all seriousness, what's important to me is the legacy. I see myself being, hopefully being talked about in a very positive way long after I'm gone, you know. Grandma Lise was able to do all of this for us, and those children take it and, and create more for their offspring. And to also do good for the community and to give back. The, the Having money is great, but the, the intention, I believe, is to share and to give back mm-hmm. and to ensure that the community, too, is, um, is, is somewhat being taken care of as well. Yeah, that's very important. I think once you take care of yourself, your family, it is important to give back into the community and help individuals, you know, because there are a lot of suffering people. I know in L.A. there is a big problem with homelessness, just like throughout the country. And um, a lot of those people that are living on the streets were at some one time, some of them may have been like you and I. And they lived in a home, they lived in an apartment, they went to work, and sometimes people get you know, hit on bad times. Maybe they mistakenly get into substance abuse, make poor decisions, and then they wind up on the street. So those are individuals that really need assistance. You, know, you have children. So, yeah, that is important. Once you've taken care of yourself, to try to give back to the community. I do like that. And, you know, and then, of course, financial success is different for, for everybody, different for different people. You have some people, they're very materialistic. They want to have the Rolls Royce. They want to have whatever. But I'm not like that. I just want to, like you said, have enough money to take care of my needs, if I want to travel, if I want to do certain things, give back, I have the opportunity to do that. So that's really important. Um, What would you say, um, what's your message to women interested in learning about real estate um, and even having some type of side hustle? Because, you know, we're, we're dealing with the pandemic right now. And a lot of people did lose their job. A lot of people had to make a quick pivot. Some people had businesses. Some of the businesses went under. And then I know that during this pandemic, a lot of people wound up becoming entrepreneurs. So what would you say, what's your message to women who are interested in either real estate or some other type of side hustle, as you well, call it? Well, first, if there's any disparity, please, please, whatever you do, don't stop. As long as it's positive, you, you are simply going through transition. So, in, in terms of side hustles and a real estate license, ladies, i got to tell you, real estate is one of those industries where our ability as women to multitask and to be empathetic, sympathetic towards people's circumstance and our ability to uh, manage people and personalities if you have that level of and are truly interested in helping people, I think real estate is quite rewarding because you have fulfilled someone else's dream of obtaining a home. It is also lucrative. There's commissions involved. The harder you work, the more you earn. 
And if there's any single mothers out there, you're, you're young in age and, and, and have the time and energy to really give 182%, real estate will reward you 250% based on that effort that you put in. <clears throat> I think in terms of side hustle, you know, again, to your point, Kim, uh, we were, a lot of people were impacted. And because the world slowed down, we were able to assess ourselves in this new world, this new place that we are living in. And I think the majority of us realized our value, realized Mm -hmm. that we have jobs and maybe we just lost it because of the pandemic, had also the opportunity to understand that the value of themselves is worth so much without necessarily having just one source mm-hmm. to feed your life. Mm-hmm. So if you only have one source paying you twice a week a certain amount of money, you can only live a certain way. With having multiple streams of income, good positive investments, real estate, insurance, and a job, And maybe you're creative and are selling things online. Now you have multiple streams of income. If one falls down, you'll still stay afloat. And I think what the pandemic has done to me, I think, I know what it's done to me, I had to say to myself, what can I do to self-sustain? I need, listen, I like my lifestyle. I'm a hard worker. I like nice things. I can be materialistic. But that's I'm I'm try, I'm working on it. So with that being said, <laughs> I don't want my lifestyle interrupted. I like what I like. I like to eat the kind of food that I like, live where I live, drive what I drive, and vacation. And it takes it takes money. So protect yourself, women, and your family. And be sure that Whatever is happening outside of your bubble, your life, is not penetrating your world. It's a side hustle or several streams of income protects you from the outside world, from from the uncontrollable. So I think it's important that all women have more than one stream of income. So let's go get it, ladies. Right. That's wonderful. Yeah, that's very important. I know I've heard for a number of years the importance of having multiple streams of income. And just like you said, if something, one goes down, you have the others to fall back on. And you can't just depend solely on a job. Because just like we saw starting last year with the pandemic, a lot of people lost their jobs and a lot of people really put in a bad situation. But one thing that came out of that that was positive is that a lot of people became very creative and they began um, – starting their own businesses. They became very entrepreneurial, um, and I think that's a great thing. That is a positive thing that did come out of it, um, is that it forced people to think outside the box and create something else for themselves. And um, even if a person didn't lose their job, they still maintain their, their employment, I think it is important to still think of something else, to have that multiple, those multiple streams of income. You know, that's very important. Um, how many side how many side gigs do you have? Do you have a bunch of them or 
Uh, it's starting to You're working on it, huh? This is a good thing. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. That, that's a good problem to have is how to manage all of your businesses. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I think the solution is eventually we're going to have to hire folks, right? Other ones, right. the younger people, to show them how we do what we do. Um, so, yeah. Okay, wonderful, wonderful. Um, well, again, uh, just in case our listeners may want to reach you after our show, how would you like our listeners to contact you? The best way to reach me, Real Estate Lease, is my email, which is realestatelease at yahoo.com, R-E-A-L-E-S-T-A-T-E-L-E-I-S at yahoo.com. My One. Facebook page, Real Estate Lease. Thank you. Oh, great, great, yeah. I know you have a great Facebook page. Um, um, so you, those of you out there, if you're interested in getting in touch with her, please contact her. She has a wealth of information that she can share with you uh, about ways that you can purchase real estate, or maybe you want to ha- get information about getting into the real estate business yourself. Please contact uh, Lise. Uh, let's see. Um, accomplishments. I see here... Um, what are some of the accomplishments that you've had? I know um, you've had a very successful career for 15 years building brands and people and teaching women. Tell us a little bit about that. I think, thank you. I think what's most important as an accomplishment is um, I, I'm proud of myself, Kim. I'm proud of myself because as a woman, I am devoted to touching, moving, and inspiring others. Um, encouraging their confidence to be abundant. We have the power within ourselves to create our wealth. And I am my own story, if you will, where I was a single mom. I had, you know, relationship issues, et cetera, and, and challenges and troubles in life. Um, So to be able to overcome such challenges and be a woman of faith, a woman of integrity, a woman of strength um, is my my biggest accomplishment. And outside of that, sure, 15 years marketing, sales, um, and operations. So, I'm just looking forward to a very bright future. And please, if you guys just want to chat, please reach out to me. I look forward to um, just connecting with with other strong women. Mm, Great. Now, one thing you said about your experience on sales and marketing and building brands, I think because of that 15 years experience, that has really helped you move into the entrepreneurial realm because as a realtor, as someone who's dealing with insurance, you have to learn how to manage those different things because as your business grows, you want to bring people on. And I think that has given you great experience to do great things in real estate and financial services. Wouldn't you agree? Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. absolutely. Uh, that foundation is the structure of all in any business. Um, I was talking to someone the other day. And, you know, it all starts with a plan. We have to take the time to create the plan, and then mm-hmm. you have to work it. That plan. That's right. right. So that is the structure that I bring to all my, my deals, my transactions, my life. Um, 
kind of just what, what, it recently came across me. It's from a movie, but the quote is, "You, you plan, you work. Sorry, guys, work to plan or plan to fail. Something right. like that." But it was it's mm-hmm. so poignant that that is foundation to anyone who is successful and to anyone who has any goals. You have to create the steps necessary and then hold yourself accountable to take those mm-hmm. steps. Right. 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 And that's interesting. We're talking about planning because this is the end of the year. It's December. And this time of the year, maybe even starting back in November is when I really start thinking about the next year. And I am working on my plan. So those of you that are listening, if you haven't already done so, it is important to create a plan, put together your short term, your intermediate, your long term goals. A lot of people around, you know, as we get to the end of the year, they have resolutions. I don't do resolutions. I do. I set plans or, or goals for the year. Like I have my goal for 2022, my five year plan in different areas like business, uh, my social life, my intellectual life. You know, I like to read and I set a goal how many books I want to read each month, spiritual um, you know, I have goals in different areas, and which I think is very important. So just like Lee said, you have to work that plan. So those of you who haven't done that already out there in our listening audience, please take the time to kind of work your plan for the next few years, your plan for 2022 and beyond. That's really important, and that's really important uh, for success. Um, we have a few seconds, a few moments. Is there anything else you'd like to say before we close out? Absolutely. Kimberly, Oscar, thank you so much for inviting me to this show and this platform. I appreciate the time spent with you, and I just truly appreciate uh, um, uh, the friendship and the mentorship that you provided. Uh, this, this is a great show, and I am looking forward to also becoming a member and, 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 and learning from other women. Good. We'd love to have you. Great. Okay. Well, that's our show for today, and I'd like to say thank you to Lise Rochelle for being our leading lady, and a special thanks to all of our listeners, both in the U.S. and internationally, as we are an international show. We'll be back again for another Women Lead Radio show on Mondays at 9 a.m. and Fridays at 2 p.m. It has been my sincere pleasure to be your host today. Thank you for listening, and have a great week. Women Leading the Way is produced by Connected Women of Influence, the premier private membership organization where like-focused, business-to-business, executive and professional women connect, collaborate, and cultivate a vast network of high-level affiliations, resources, and professional relationships. For more information about Connected Women of Influence, please visit our website at connectedwomenofinfluence.com.